Welcome, welcome back to Affiliated, everybody. I'm Thomas McMahon. I'm here with Robbie Amaro in the flesh today. We're down here for traffic and conversion, sunny San Diego. Yeah, so, calm man. trip as always. Yeah, yeah. So far, <laughs> <laughs> so far, we've no been parties. No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> but. I'm um, excited to bring Robbie on. This is part of our series about launching and creating a scaled direct response offer. And Robbie's going to wrap this up here with split testing, which I'm excited for. I've known Robbie for years now, and I've been very impressed with you. Um, not just in your ability to hang, but in the ability <laughs> to split test and really dive into the data past copy, past kind of offer hooks, mm -hmm. but like really figuring out where is the break in an offer. Because I see some people struggle. They launch the offer, they're getting some traffic, they're getting some traction, but they don't know where that keystone is in unlocking growth yes. with traffic, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I'd love to you talk about it. Um, I'd love to, like, can you just give a quick overview of the companies you're kind of involved in right now and just, yeah. just validate why you're here for us? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Vitality Now is one of them, and we've got um, about six offers. Um, Two of them are in cold traffic. Uh, the rest are like affiliate, and and we have, you know, one big home run offer that's been running for like seven years now. Um, that you know, a lot of that data I'm going to share today is from from that. Um, so that's you know, it's scaled depending on the time. Like, it's it's spent as much as 20k a day on Facebook, 20k a day on uh, YouTube, and you know, affiliates very consistent, and we scaled on native, so it's got a lot of data and a lot of different funnels where I could you know, leverage. Um, so I'm going to share some of that. Uh, and then the hero company, which is, um, I'm just, uh, in a fractional position with Jonathan Hudson, who's, uh, a really amazing, uh, talented, uh, marketer. And he's got, uh, 10 offers, 10 front ends that, you know, so I, I'm seeing a lot of data. Um, overall, I think you wrote the number down of transactions. I already forgot, but uh, I is think it, what, hundreds of sales a day across uh, 600. Yeah, yeah. So over 600 a day. So it's, it's a lot of data and you know, the more sales you have, the quicker you learn. So you just get a lot more swings at, uh, at the plate, but yeah, that's about it. I love that. So I know what I love to chat with you too, is that you have, I think you just highlighted that you've got multiple offers on both sides, both companies have multiple offers, mm -hmm. multiple traffic sources for all these offers, mm -hmm. right? So you're well diversified across. So just something I see people struggle with, they either have 90% of their customers coming from Facebook or yeah. affiliates, whatever it might be, and they struggle to diversify and then leverage each traffic source too against each other or with each other, to that kind of degree. Yeah, yeah, and it's not, it's a difficult job, I think. That's that's the thing, it's, it's tough to do, but um, yeah, hope, hopefully we could share some things like that people are, are missing, especially at the beginning, uh, that I wish I would have known. Yeah, know, right. Like, uh, if we could share a couple of those, I think people also, would really benefit. I think it's a great way to dive into the split testing kind of conversation because everyone talks about, oh yeah, of course, split test, split test. Mm -hmm. Everyone talks about split testing. No one really talks about. People kind of talk about how to split test. Yeah. But where, when you're starting out with a new offer that's coming on, and maybe going back, like, what do you wish you knew when you were starting? Where do you start when you have traffic hitting, you have some sales hitting? Where do you start peeling back the curtain with the split testing question? Um, the biggest thing I wish I would have done is focused on upsell one more. It's going to be your biggest contributor. So uh, the first upsell after the initial purchase. The first upsell, mm -hmm. uh, aside from the initial purchase, the initial purchase has to be good enough. I assume we're talking to people that at least they don't get zero sales a day, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you have some sales coming in. You, you, you should be optimizing your front end. And, but I actually think the biggest lever to, to profitability, um, is, is upsell one. Okay. And it's the biggest way 
you know, to potentially scale your offer because you could pay a higher CPA if you got that upsell one because higher. That AOV, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And um, I was actually talking to Brad Howard about this. Mm -hmm. Who's he's done a little few sales, I think, <laughs> just a little bit, a couple yeah. hundred million. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, upsell one being so important, and uh, you know, I guess tactically speaking, like um, the the best upsells I've seen, and I've I've tested them all. This is kind of stealing from Justin Goff, who mm -hmm. I know he did a full series on this, and it's what's functioning in all my funnels right now, but. Um, it's a video and it's a, it's a forced play video of the offer. Um, and you make them watch it till the end. So you on that first upsell on page. that first yep. upsell page. So they buy the initial order, then a video, um, spokesperson works better unless they suck. And, and then you could put a VO, but uh, spokespersons won against VO. So spokesperson, uh, four minute video explaining the copy under, you don't drop that just like a button drop. You don't drop that until they explain the entire offer. The entire value and then the text drops and then the text okay. drops yeah i was sharing with um brad that we ran that um because you know people were getting confused about uh upgrading their order or something yeah like they a lot of people like upgrade your order they're like oh that's i i just you know we see that be a big chargeback and refund issue they think they're getting three more bottles and really they're getting or on top they're getting like nine more all of a sudden yes. and they get 14 bottles showing up and going what the heck but, yeah so i yeah. shared with him that we um tested out of that because we had mm -hmm. the same problem yeah uh, and what we found was that when we explained it and did it in detail, uh, conversion rate dropped like 1%, but our refund rate went like 5% down. Gotcha, so, dude. you know, it's a huge, huge, massive win. Like, um, it's just not exciting, right? Free refund went down, but when you're talking millions, it's, no, it's a lot. I've, it's a lot. <laughs> kept businesses in business that way, right? Where it's yeah. like their refund rate was why they weren't profitable. And you have that with some sort of little hack you can do. And also mm -hmm. you're a very profitable company all of a sudden again. Yeah. So yeah. That's big. Yeah. And I think that's so tactically, I think that's just what you should go to go with that again, like the, the video, uh, the button drop and then the copy under, and then from a pricing point, this is where you want to go big and you want to get aggressive fast on the first. Like, still. It's, yeah. it's, you know, I, we do eight bottles. We go from one to uh, actually one, three, six to eight. And I actually implemented on um, the, all the new funnels from Heroco. It's winning, winning, winning. I mean, AOVs just bump, bump, bump. A lot of people are scared to do eight. Refund rate has not changed from doing six to six, six to four. Like you think it's going to. You're, you're like, oh, that's too much for people. But you're thinking with your own mind, let the audience tell you. And the data has showed us it is not. Do you do, you do it dynamically where if they take one bottle, you upsell them something different? Or is it one to eight, three to eight, six to eight? Or do you like one to three, three to whatever, six to eight? Eight across the board, one for us. Oh, really? And okay. it actually yeah. won with all the other funnels too, surprisingly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, there's probably more incremental wins, but then you start talking about like, how much are we actually going to get by optimizing this, you know, this one path? And then you kind of... Where to go back to the first to the initial order? Mm -hmm. Is there a conversion rate that you find is typically like okay, this is good for scale. He's gonna figure out the upsell now. I'm sure but on like, the front end. Yeah. Oh, it totally depends. Sure, yeah. It totally depends. I mean, what we've I would say generally speaking, try to aim for one percent. Yeah. Um, one point five is better. Two is better than that. But it's like depends it's such you, yeah. a tough question because it's traffic source dependent. It's it's it's. Um, copy dependent like do you have a long email short email uh, do you have a short lander long lander <laughs> are you doing tricks when you auto play like it's it's a loaded question i would say as if if you're a beginner um one percent and then i would really focus on aov at that point like aov yeah. aov aov especially in today's environment the people who have higher aovs are going to stick around yeah they and those pay who the most to acquire customer win right yeah, so it's, it, yeah. it's still mm -hmm. it's still the same game but it's gotten much harder since ios um, and now it's like before I was very happy the 220 AOV. Now I'm going for 300. Yeah. Yeah. And 
that's that's what it's taking on YouTube. Like it's we're at about two sixty on on one of our YouTube funnels, and that's what it's taking to to be profitable. Uh, even break, I mean, break even is profitable these days. Like I'm super happy to break even, and you know, we changed the company infrastructure to be able to do that. And uh, Jonathan's the same way. Like the Hero Co. Um, you know, if we're if we're breaking even day one, that's just that's pure money in the bank, man. You yeah. know, when you talk Amazon phone, like just direct acquisition, break even. Not everything. Oh, not the halo effect. Gotcha. I guess. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. I'd love to let's talk about it a little bit then, because the that's something I find people are shocked by when they start looking at the direct response affiliate model. They're yeah. like, oh, I thought I could pay twenty percent to acquire a customer, mm. or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or like oh, I thought that was a good commission mm -hmm. kind of thing, right? But as you know, and as I know, it's your customer acquisition cost doesn't really change across channel. Like it does, but. When you look at cold traffic, it's going to be expensive. Oh yeah, right? really expensive. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's you know, I think pre iOS, it was like, I feel like a hundred dollar CPA for a supplement offer was the the golden. You know, you're just killing it with that hundred dollar CPA. Now it's like one twenty, you're killing it. <laughs> one forty, you're still kind of killing it. You know, uh, if you have a high enough AOV. Right. And that's where split te split testing has become more important because I think it's it's that much harder, right? To acquire customers, it's more expensive. So you need to maximize on every impression you get. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. I think on, on the upsell, I'm, I'm trying to think, I had wanted to say one more thing about the upsell. I just can't remember it. Um, oh yeah, go big. Yeah. We talked about going bigger. Yeah. Like, so I was gonna try to give people ideas on what that actually means. Mm -hmm. So with a digital offer, um, the best things I've seen work are, yeah, more of that exact same thing. Right. But don't be scared to do a, a big swing. Don't be scared to at least charge as much as your first and, and even go further than that. Like I've seen uh, upsell ones be, you know, two times the price and win. I've seen it be the same price and win. Um, so, yeah, don't be scared to be aggressive uh, with, with that, that first one. Yeah. Um, Since you've qualified a buyer, right? You know, you, you have that, a buyer, yeah. so mm -hmm. you always have, you got to think about it. You have a percentage of people that always want more. They always want to be separate from the rest of society. So if you get a few rate. people to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you can get uh, enough people to take the, the big package, it, your AOV blows up. That makes sense. And we've seen that play out on the ClickBank data we've got, right? Where it's like, you hit it on the head. It used, oh, good. To, be, it used to be $180, you know, AOV was, wow, what are they doing? Now it's like, you need to get that up. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, one eighty. Like, oh man, yeah, you might have no, killed that offer. <laughs> no, two twenty, two forty is in 220. that like average range, mm -hmm. and then like the biggest scale are getting that two eighty plus range, yep. right? And that's yeah. like, I think three hundred's a new like one eighty. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what we're aiming for, and only seeing it on YouTube now. But I think you know the other so, traffic sources have potential. This might be pigeoning away from split testing a little bit, but I think it's relevant. So if you've got a three hundred dollar AOV, mm -hmm. I think a common pushback I hear on that is like. Well, now you're just getting all your LTV up front, and you can't monetize a customer for the lifetime as true. much. How are you layering that in to like keep monetizing this customer who's just yeah? Paid you? I mean, that's where the yeah. the back end focuses. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, you have to have, and this is this is a bit more advanced, I think, like because saying a back end is a lot easier than doing it, right? Like when you have a supplement, one supplement is easy, two is hard. You know, we have eight. That's it's really hard. So you have eight supplement back like just back end offers. We have. Six. Okay. Six. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's where you maximize your LTV. That you already built the trust. Um, it's it's honestly a layup. You still have to be good at selling. So these are all under the Vitality Now brand. That yeah. You're cross selling. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And and Jonathan's the same thing. Mm -hmm. I think his his bigger lever is like he's got full different brands of companies. So he's his 
biggest affiliate. affiliate. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's affiliate cross pollinating. I mean, you know, the list is growing multiple. The SMS lists are growing. So it's just it's really fun to be a part of something that complex because you just run a bunch of experiments. Sure, yeah. and you don't because you don't know <laughs> like there's so much missed revenue in bigger companies is what I found. And we're just starting to find, you know, gaps, fill gaps, fill gotcha. gaps, fill. Um, but uh, yeah, I think did I answer your question? Yes. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Because well, that's like, like oh, like, well, I guess if you look at someone with a single offer, right? Mm -hmm. They've got, they've built it, they've got one yeah. offer, or maybe they've got an e-com brand who's built an offer around their best-selling product, yeah. right? And that's getting going. Um, where do you, let's say AOV is good enough, LT or initial conversion rates good enough, mm -hmm. but they're still getting some stickiness. Like where do you start focusing higher up the funnel? And like, what are you trying to pull levers on when you're looking at maybe email swipe or sub or even ad creative level? Yeah. So you're talking about like, um, the uh, conversion rate optimization on the the initial content, so the email, for example, yeah, the email. Yeah, yeah uh, we could start there. Um, I think a big thing is, I mean, you always start with the headline. It's it's the headline, but you know, here's the tough part. It's expensive to like buy CPMs. Um, mm, it's it, yeah. I, I'm sure you've seen this. How many affiliates <laughs> share their data after? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. almost none. Uh, yeah. And open rates almost don't matter anymore because they're not real. Mm -hmm. So it's click through rate, um, and it's now the the way we're doing it is is headline, uh, click through, and conversion. And you know, I guess the tough part is that <laughs> you could increase click through rate and and lower conversion rate and lower overall performance. Yeah. So you really always just need to keep your pulse on ROI. I mean, yep. at, at the end of the day, when it comes to optimization, um, from a creative perspective, you need to focus on if you have a winner, that headline should not be so obscure that it, it changes the mentality of that open rate. Like you say buy in an email, you're going to get a crazy open rate. I don't think that's going to convert as high as like, you know, lose 72 pounds in, in an hour, right? Like <laughs> right. if it's a fat loss offer. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think overall it's, it's changed a lot with email. You got to just focus on pure ROI. Um, and then when you're optimizing, it needs to be, it should be for click through rate, but it also needs to be from a creative perspective qualifying just as right. qualifying the other cool thing is if you do invest in email creatives you buy cpms you have good affiliates that actually share data with you um those emails are actually some of they're going to be your best native assets and okay. your best commercials so literally like for for youthful brain for example um our best email has also been our control commercial at, at different times and it's actually our our lead now which is, is really oh, cool. strange okay. i shared with um I was sharing at a lunch I had uh, a commercial we ran for two years, uh, spent like 15K a day on YouTube and over 10K a day on Facebook. Um, it, it died, right? Like it, it got exhausted. And I was like, um, I was reading Brian Hertz's book on go back and test old assets. So I was like, you know, we had this old control that was, you know, it made us the most ever. Let's just put it in front of our, our um, VSL and see what happens. It won by 40% on affiliates, 70% oh, on YouTube. Geez. Absolute game changer for the company. <laughs> And yeah. we didn't have to do anything. Right? <laughs> just, so that's a yeah. huge tip. Like assets are cross. Like when you have a winning ad, a winning ad is a winning ad. It may not be you can copy and paste that, but it, the big it, ideas there. The, the right? big ideas yeah. there. Just keep focusing and keep. Don't. There's no need to be creative. There's no need to to like think outside the box. You got a winning creative. It, it should work everywhere. It's just how do you facilitate it for that traffic source? That makes sense. Yeah. How do you introduce it? Because when you, I imagine if you're looking at like a VSL or a long form sales letter, you said headline, and I imagine it's like the first 30 seconds or so mm -hmm. in the video, or is like where are you kind of testing in the first part of that VSL, for example? 
Um, yeah, you know, typically leads are your biggest, I think that's something to talk mm -hmm. about. Uh, if you're a VSL or a sales, so the sales letter above the fold should be, and for conversion rate should be, unless you're killing it, probably 90% of the split test you run is okay. above that fold. Yeah. Um, so, and then with VSLs, uh, the lead again should be 90% of your split test until you're at a conversion rate. That's, <laughs> you know. So and leads three minutes. I'd say three minutes. It's not three usually minutes, 30 yeah. seconds. Sure. Um, and I've done tests where, hey, we're just going to change the first three seconds to how much does it impact. It typically doesn't have a huge uh, win on the actual funnel. Now on Facebook, mm. on YouTube, the first three seconds is everything. Uh, you could have something increase conversion rate. I've seen it as much as 80% off a three second intro. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's, good, that's yeah. a huge. That's something so, that like is a huge aha. Like, oh my god, I only need to work three seconds and I can increase my conversion rate and become profitable. And it's yeah, you're sometimes that close, um, but yeah. that's more important in cold traffic than it is like on a the funnel on a VSL page on a VSL okay, lander. Gotcha. Right. So the creative you're running on Facebook specifically mm -hmm. or YouTube specifically, like, mm -hmm. that makes sense because people are scrolling through. And you yeah. Interrupt right there and get mm -hmm. a hook. So that first few seconds is huge. Yep. Yeah. Yep. How do you tell what is having an impact? I, that's a question I hear a lot, and I'm honestly curious about it too. It's like you're split testing headlines, you're split testing AOV differences. Like, how do you segment into like this is what is moving the needle, or this is what the, the issue is that we need to split test? Yeah, so that's a great question, and um, it's all about having. And most people, I would say, you know, it's even a problem we're we're solving with uh, Jonathan's company. Right now. Like, you know, he's a pretty big company, mm -hmm. um, doing over thirty million, and. It, you know, there's no step-by-step -step funnel analysis happening on a regular basis. So we, we're putting that in place, but that's what we do at, on the Vitality Now side. It's like, um, I can't tell you all the things off the top of my head, but it's, it's uh, on the, from an ad level, you're doing 10 second, uh, 20 second, 30 second, like keep going. And then you're going the full funnel. So of those clicks, how many people get to the landing page? And of those people, how many people click on the play button? So literally, every single step and then you this is the advantage of working with an agency and I, I always preach about agencies but um the one we're working with they have eight offers right okay so they actually create baselines and then you put your funnel next to their baselines and then it's very easy to see the red line like for example we are testing a close right now because we had amazing watch metrics like 14 percent of the people are getting to the um to the button drop, which is really good. Okay, so the people that are hitting the sales, the video sales letter, 14% mm -hmm. of those people are yep. seeing the buy button yeah. populate. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. big, yeah. But of those people, only 37% were clicking through, and that was literally half of what it needed to be. Mm. And so, okay, we just fixed the close. But we would have <laughs> never known that. We would have never isolated to the close. And we actually tested into that too, because um, first, the data, you know, that step-by-step -step analysis, it's not always gonna be 100% right. Um, what we thought was that it's the d display that was coming under the VSL. Like, so we did 10 tests on it. Like, God, nothing's moving to me. Like, <laughs> what the hell is that? This should work, right? right. The, the, the data's telling it it'll, it'll work. And then when um, we went back and looked at it, uh, we isolated. It just wasn't a, a strong enough, uh, you know, promise, I guess, we were making in the at the end of the VSL um, with, with the metric. That's what the metric showed. I can't really talk about the details because I'm not a data person. Sure. But I have a really good data person that that told us. So know. is it more? Is this almost sounds like is this happening in a software you're using to see, or are you just comparing like Google Analytics should be and, Google you know, Analytics yeah. should be your tool there. Mm -hmm. um, and that's easier said than done. That's not a simple. Yeah, it's not it a simple be, setup. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but yeah, I think, you know, the agency we have has a custom built software that they, they leverage. Um, and, and then it's Google analytics from our side. So, you know, it's a big gap in the market. If somebody fixes that gap of like, you know, landing pay in a visual too, like right. here's your percentages on each step of the, maybe we should build, maybe that. We should build that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. We'll see you next year. With yeah. <laughs> I quit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's not an easy, yeah, that's, that's something that hasn't been solved. I'm sure bigger companies have solved it, but, um, I think funnelytics, there's something out there that's called funnelytics. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it has attempted to solve it, but still hasn't mm -hmm. for some reason. And, and I might be misspeaking cause I don't know the software. No, it's cause I know when I'm in like the ClickBank analytics dashboard, which again is only the affiliate and kind of that kind of data hitting it. They almost start with, you see the clicks that are running through, you see the click through rate of what's hitting the actual order forms. And you need order the creatives, like you need yeah. a visual of each mm -hmm. single step and everybody's funnel is different. Right. So you need a software that's like, you know, here's the percentage of X, <laughs> Y, Z, like, and that's ideally you have, and that's a full-time job though. And so do you have, it sounds like you have that full-time job or you have someone in that role who's looking the at. The agency okay. is carrying a lot of that 90% of it. Okay. And that's, that's the huge value add. I mean, yeah. for, for me, like that's worth this weight in gold. Like what would, what would you do if you were more of a solopreneur and like, if you were like, yeah, I've got my funnel, I've got my traffic hitting it. Yep. I need to figure out split testing now. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, you have to, so, I mean, it's, it's software. What software are you going to use? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where I probably have a gap because we do, we use, um, Google optimize, okay, which I yeah. know is a bit of, you need a, then you need a tech person, right? Then you start adding <laughs> overhead, overhead. Um, what yeah, is a, lot, a good, what is a good yeah, software? A lot now? of people on ClickBank are using CB split. Okay. Let's um, just talk from that perspective yeah. then CB split and how is statistical significance? Does it measure it automatically? Is there analysis it is, needed? It's, uh, it's built in. I can't say it's a lot. I think a lot of the funnel builder page builders, statistical significance is take it with a grain of salt, but it's probably good enough for most people. Right. So you got it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah. Short of, short of that, like don't call tests before 95% statistical significance, yeah. uh, even if it takes a long time. Um, yeah. but it, there is a argument for, and I don't see people doing this enough and it seems logical, but I didn't do it until I saw other people doing it. Like it's okay to kill tests that aren't going to be big wins. Mm -hmm. Like if it, if it stays tied for, two weeks, like maybe that's a wasted test, right? And that's <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, it's okay to end it early. I wouldn't, I would be very, very careful about calling controls early though. Okay. If you ever change your control, if your control is functioning, if it's, if your business is running, calling a control early can destroy you. I so mean, you, it really can. So you only want to replace a control when it's a clear when and obvious. It's a statistically significant win. Gotcha. Never. It's, it's okay to stop early. Don't, don't ever change early. Cause I've, I've done it paid for it dearly <laughs> and <laughs> then when you're back have, you start backpedaling yeah. you think oh this is broken text broke no you're just an idiot and called it at like four <laughs> percent significance uh yeah my business partner is super happy with me uh well, people get excited right they see a few sales coming in the day and all the stuff yeah you're like great. oh it's, yeah. it's winning by 80 percent today i'm just gonna yeah. call it early and and then when we, we actually ran it it lost by like 40 some something percent <laughs> so yeah that's oh, that's a big one don't don't get too excited too fast either right like let it let it hit statistical significance. It's winning. It's look at it as an investment. Don't look at it as an opportunity cost. That um, makes sense. Yeah. 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 And then, okay. So you're using that. And then I want to ask you about, like, you've got the split testing rolling. Mm -hmm. Where, how do you keep track of the different 
swipes you're almost creating for yourself? Like, where do you, does this something in a repository on Google Drive somewhere? Like, how are you keeping like this was a winning ad, this was a winning thing? Controls? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, that you should always have a master control. I mean, document for each channel. Mm -hmm. So we have master control document for email. We have a master control document for you know um, landers. Master control document for videos. Um, so yeah, just, I mean, it's simple. Don't, don't need to complicate it. And then you have your copywriters, like when they're going to beat it, just send them your controls. Hey, this is what we need you to beat. And here's what's worked in the past. Because a lot of times those past winners come back and win. Like what just happened, yeah. something from a year ago, just like changed our business. Yeah. Well, just in the expo hall, someone was asking me like, Oh, what are some other good weight loss offers I can push on YouTube? Cause that's what he's winning with yeah. right now. I was like, honestly, go back through our top offers page. And go back to like a year ago yeah and all those offers are still there yeah <laughs> but everyone's focusing on the next big offer so the yeah. competition's down that's probably fine. like they probably have refreshed copy like you're talking about yep. like go try one of the previous winners it's probably mm -hmm. gonna do just fine for you yeah 100 yeah. percent. i mean we we just i learned a, a lesson the hard way of like test everything yeah. uh and because we actually had a vsl where, where we thought um it it just sucked like we were like <laughs> it's not gonna work and we already have a brain offer like, let's go after another niche. Um, we launched it. It's been the biggest hit we've ever had. Oh, wow. <laughs> three years later. I was sitting You're on a sick. winning VSL three years later. It's a, it's a front-end winner, too. <laughs> so you, yeah. you've had, like, I was like, well, there you go. You, you got to test everything. And um, it's okay to have more than one offer in the same vertical, too. Sure. I think what I'm finding, and I'm, I'm seeing that, like, I had the opportunity to hang out with um, Facebook corporate not too mm -hmm. long ago. And, you know, those kind of companies love working with people that own you know, multiple offers in the same niche. Like oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Jonathan has two skincare mm -hmm. companies, two okay. competing. Yeah. Uh, but imagine the leverage when you need to split test win on one, just roll it out. Seriously. Yeah. Boom. I like that a lot. How are, do you think a lot of offer creators or offer owners kill what could be a good offer too early? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite things to do is revive offers and take the, the one that used to be a hit or, was so close because typically you're one split test away. You just don't know which split test that is. If something's failing, again, 90% yeah. should be above the fold. Um, that's that's tougher with the sales that are actually. I think you know if it's. Yeah, I guess how do you? I always struggle. It's like how do you know when just like this is this isn't working? When it's like a either, dud. Either the yeah, this is this offer is just a dud overall, or it's just the next split test away. Like, is there, a, it must be a gut check thing almost, but it's, it's typically, yeah. you know, the, what we do is five tests. So five, mm. five CPM drops or five affiliates that love us enough to, to be okay with losing or, yeah. you know, take some kind of guarantee other than your internal list, your internal list, you cannot trust, especially if it's the same. Yeah. That. It, it yeah. could really shoot. Like, yeah, I've made a, $150,000 mistake of like, oh, it's an internal win. We're going to, we're going to blow this out of the water. I put cold it on. Does not convert, yeah. Cold. Right? I, yeah. I had 10,000 clicks, zero sales. There you go. <laughs> oh. And we just bought 150 K in stock. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, yeah. Don't trust your internal data. Always test like, you know, cause if I would have just spent the 10 K and tested it before I had the stock, I would have <laughs> lost 10 K, not 150 K. <laughs> I hear that so much. I asked someone like, oh, how's their offer? It's great. Current's 20%. And like, no, like, <laughs> You'd be racing Bezos to the moon if everybody had twenty percent, right? It's a uh, yeah. You can't trust internal or yeah. really warm traffic that has had fourteen brand engagements with you, uh, right? 100%. It's got to be as cold traffic as possible. Yeah, 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 as cold traffic as possible. And and leads is a, the real test. If you could convert with leads um, or lists that aren't oh, okay. like yeah. in your niche, not like buyer lists, yeah, not not buyer lists. That's mm -hmm. that's another good test to like test the waters of cold traffic before diving into like Facebook and 
and YouTube, which are, you know, expensive, mm -hmm. they're going to be expensive sources. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Be okay with investing in email because you know that, uh, I think that's, that's the big thing. A lot of people don't do, um, or work out deals with affiliate. Like I I've been there where I, I didn't have money to pay for CPMs in my first company. We were yeah. making like a million a year. I was hardly paying myself all that. And, um, you know, you just, you, you build good relationships and, and see if you could do something for them. Like I, uh, I'm trying to remember how I do it, did it with, but like, Hey, if you could send this, I'll write, I'll try to beat your, your, um, control like three times. And, you know, just as a thank right. you for, like for testing trade, it. barter. Yeah. Yeah. Trade, you gotta find <laughs> yeah. a way to hustle and, yeah. and get people to do what you want, but you need traffic. So, um, but it doesn't just have to be cash. You know, there's yeah. relationships, there's, um, service trades, there's, there's a lot of things you could do. I like that a lot. Now I've seen people do similar. That, I, I think that's unique is right. You are a great marketer and copywriter, so you can leverage that. But other people like, oh, I'm just, I've hired someone to do my copywriting. I don't know how to do it myself. Yeah. The relationships piece that you just hit, like that's mm -hmm. how I built my reputation was just like connecting people. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know anything, but that guy does. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should talk to him. Right. Um, and people are like, oh, you know, everybody. I'm like, I just try to connect the dots. Right. And it's like, <laughs> you guys ask a lot of questions. I don't know the answers yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go figure it out. So, uh, success without meaning to be right. But it's like, that those kinds of things are tangible benefits you can give people mm -hmm. if you're trying to barter for what you need, which is probably traffic. Yep. Yeah. 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 I think the the traffic versus conversion problem is a real one, right? But you need the traffic to tell if mm -hmm. you have a conversion problem in the first place. Yep. Yep. A hundred percent too. And and uh, you know, and I think that's where it's like also having good mentor relationships. Like and the thing is like I think that's a big thing that I wish I would have done earlier. I didn't really look for mentors or people to help because I don't want to bug people. And I thought that it would um, it would get in the way of their business or lose oh, them yeah. money if I asked them favors and all that. But like being on the opposite side of it and, and being able to mentor other people, it's the most rewarding thing ever. It's, it's, oh, cool. it's worth yeah. more than, and I think there's a lot of people in the space <laughs> that feel that way. Like once you, you make money, like, you know, what's next? And it's helping people. A lot, a lot of people have that attitude. So seek out a mentor because having somebody read your copy, it, that may save you. I mean, yeah. that may save your offer, like changing a few things or um, here's what you haven't tested or somebody who has a ton of split tests that are like me, like I could tell you, oh, this, this, here are the 20 things that are wrong with this. Go back to why it's not converting and, and then you know, try it again after you read right. your- Level up your baseline yeah. almost. So right? almost yeah. you need yeah. to find a resource to audit your offer. Um, that's, that's the best before you kill it at least, yeah. you know, cause you might just be missing something. And typically every offer has been done well, um, already. So it's just knowing where to go to find the resource to, that makes sense. What, why did it work then uh, on the newspaper or whenever it was running? Are you, are you using this going to go a totally different direction? Are no, you using okay. any kind of like, uh, heat map software to tell when people are using, leaving the page, using the page, anything like that? We usually do that when something's atypical and behavior is atypical. Okay. Um, I use more heat maps when I was running sales letters, VSLs. Yeah, there's not much. It's not. Like. Yeah. I mean, after the button drops, you know, when we do long copy on the bottom, if we're testing testimonials or testing some different aspect on those, we'll run heat maps just to see what people are doing. They have done nothing for me, though, to be honest with you, like on, yeah. on VSLs, the optimization is not paid off. I have, I've never like, oh, that's the heat map told us exactly what, not once yet. So, gotcha. No, that makes uh, sense. Maybe you, people have had other experiences, but I have not. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, video hosting do you use? Uh, Vitalytics. I thought that would be the So, case, yeah, yeah, I hope I get a commission check. If yeah, you're Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. Yeah, amazing software. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, a few wins from Vitalytics, like. No, they're every, great. We every beginner yeah. should be on. Like mm -hmm. auto redirect was a huge win for us. Yeah. Uh, to cart, 
Um, the the smart autoplay was a huge win. Um, and put a headline. People without headlines on the videos, have you not tested your click-through rate? Like, I know I'm talking to some of my friends. Sorry, guys. I'm not trying to insult you. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, uh, you know, like, if don't put click play to unmute on there. Give a benefit. Give a give a reason oh, why yeah. somebody should click on that thing. And we tested it. It, like, doubled our click-through rate when we went from that. What's an example of that? Like a, um, five foods to avoid. Uh, to oh, so that's on instead of the yeah. Click on mute, you're yeah, no, no, the you could still button, keep yeah. put click to unmute, but like. So that's what you're putting in the headline. What's so special about this video that why? I mean, give them reason to play. Like yeah. it's very hard to get clicks, maximize your clicks, right? Yeah. Well, I think Allison Tenek was talking about a bit of that, right? They're like, people are like, how do I? If they're trying to gate the offer. And all this is like, no, don't get the offer. Make sure that everyone that you're trying to send clicks to can see the offer. Yeah. At some point, right? Obviously, you need to put the buy button in the right place and everything like that. Mm -hmm. You're trying to maximize. Who sees the offer? Yes, a hundred percent. And and actually, the biggest lever on VSO, I'd say it as a if I had to say was the biggest thing to focus on. Once you have a winning offer, um, it's the the interaction with the video. So how many people okay. like it's it's the head it's small things like the headline or the way the video is viewed. Um, you know, is it full screen? Is it partial screen with a uh, description? Like they've won at different times, but that's a big. That's been our biggest lever of optimization, actually, is just once you have the winner, no need to keep writing 20 leads. I mean, keep testing leads. You should sure. always, let's say, three a quarter. Uh, but you don't need to, like, constantly, constantly do that when you have that winner. Optimization of just viewing is also a huge, huge lever. Because gotcha. you already know it buy. If they do X, then they do Y at this percentage. So if you just increase that little lever, so, like, oh, what if I could double the amount of people that watch? Oh, that may double my conversion rate. And, yeah, so something like that has been huge for us. That's really smart. Is there any other like, oh my gosh, I wish people would s <laughs> stop doing this kind of thing. Like <laughs> you just beat your head against the wall when you see an offer doing it. <laughs> um, well, I mean, yes, the the one I shared earlier was the Vitalytics, like click mm -hmm. to, I, it drives me absolutely. And, but I'm like, I, if, <laughs> I, if I well, email this that, person. Never, it's wasted real estate, it's right? Wait, it's 100% yeah, yeah. waste. Don't I, waste any real estate. I never would have. You just see her like, yeah, you just leave yeah, it. But yeah, but because you're looking at it for a different reason, right? Yeah. The customer's like, wants a benefit. They're mm -hmm. in pain. Address the pain. And, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a more, that click is important, right? Like that's a five foot or, you know, lose 72 pounds in, in one hour. You click that. You just bought into that right. message and, you know, it makes a huge difference. It's genius. That makes a ton of sense. I love like you know. I think we're sharing over drinks, right? That, that uh, Christian McClure shared that split test one that we were talking about at Deal Making Live, and it was like, yeah, it was an email subject line, same exact body creative. Mm -hmm. um, one had the like the same email. It was a two thousand dollar difference where the email body creative was exact same. The only difference was the from line and the subject line, mm. and it was twenty five percent of the traffic hit one, twenty five percent of the traffic hit the other, and then the other split test he was doing. One made $3,800, one made $1,800. That's crazy. Yeah, no, yeah, but I've seen like, that. I've seen that data over and over again. Like uh, back when Nate Hopkins was uh, yeah. at Biotrust, mm -hmm. I did a lot of affiliate stuff with him. And yeah, he would send me. I was like, why do you send me the same creative with a different headline and tell me to send it back to back? He's like, just trust me. <laughs> and it was crazy. The second one would always make more, and but it was literally the same copy. Yeah, so just Big going misconception. To like that on your lander, right? Like how does that frame up work with the people hitting it like how are you framing that mm -hmm. with the headline with the buy button with that play click like you're saying like all that real estate plays into how they're experiencing your your offer yes yeah. yeah and and take it from a customer's perspective like this this drives me nuts uh <laughs> so uh when people talk about uh how they f 
they feel about design or how they feel like um, this page looks. So they want to change it because it's just not pretty. Don't like that. Just no. The data <laughs> should tell you your next your next move. It's always the data. As soon as people start talking about how they feel about design, they, they're in the wrong job. If they if they should not be the marketer, the marketer needs to be logical. It needs to be data driven. Um, feelings don't mean anything with split testing. <laughs> That's for sure. Follow the data. <laughs> but it, it drives me yeah. nuts when people are like, why did you split test your design? Oh, I just feel like it looked too cheap. I'm like, got it. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, well, it's, oh, it's probably yeah. not going to be a big win. And it's not going to be a big, I mean, I've done it. So I, I, it drives me nuts now because I have done that. Right. We're like, oh yeah, we're going to try to make this whole branded feely play. Like it, it hurt us. It hurt conversion rate. And, and when it has one, it didn't, it didn't have any significant impact. I've seen, I've seen the branding thing work when it's not the first touch point for direct response offer, right? Like if you've got the branding over here on Google, or if you've got your Amazon listing that the customer's hitting your direct response lander, but they're not completely convinced Mm -hmm. to Google you. Then you want probably a branded. Oh yeah, presence, that's right? totally different. Yeah. That's totally different. Yeah, that's a different customer. It's a logical customer. Like yeah, doing research and, um, yeah, and that's there is a place for it. There's a yeah. place for it in search and yeah, we do the pretty website. People buy stuff off of it. Yeah, yeah. Right. and so, but they're. <laughs> I imagine most of your acquisition. Do, do you have any acquisition hitting those pages, or is they all hitting direct response and they come through the other channels? Uh, yeah, no, we don't do any targeting to like an ecom page. Yeah, it's uh hundred percent just search or organic. Oh, that's the other real good benefit about having like that um organic page with content and blogs like you rank really high so we're you know google's like we're actually getting as much organic um as we are search these oh, days wow. which yeah. is free yeah so yeah i mean uh, but that's that's a whole nother blogging like how many blogs should i do we stop yeah, no, no, that's, <laughs> so that's yeah. once you get to like three million then talk about blogs maybe yeah, yeah don't, don't talk about it before then uh, you get paid that makes a ton of sense Awesome, Robbie. Is there anything you'd want to share um, with someone who's in the split testing mindset? And just, I mean, you've shared a bunch of good nuggets here. Some stuff I will now steal and claim as my own, but uh, <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> <laughs> like I do with you all the time. But um, including your crypto investments, which have not worked out great. Yeah, me, you but. bought ApeCoin. I did not tell you to buy that. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> it's okay for a sec. Yeah. Cosmos, though. I hope you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is not financial advice. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, anything else you'd share? Like, just like, uh, start doing this or like if there's someone's like not sure what to split test first, I think you already hit it. Mm-hmm. Like where would you just leave someone off as you wrap this up? Yeah. yeah um, go to the, t- I mean, here's a, here's a really easy one that I've yeah. done and it's, it's worked almost every time. Go to ClickBank, go to the top five offers, Yeah. review them. What are they doing that you're not doing? Do that. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We'll put a, we'll put the ClickBank top offers blog post in the show notes and all that. And oh, cool. all the other links we've shared here. Yeah, I'll hit up Patrick for a, a Vitalytics affiliate link. Which yeah, <laughs> no. affiliate link. They are great. No. 300% commission. <laughs> LTV's got to be pretty good, Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> they do good stuff. Well, Robbie, thanks for joining here. Yeah. I really appreciate you sharing the time. Um, I know you're pretty behind the scenes as far as both things go, so I appreciate you jumping on yeah, to the Public Facing Podcast here. I avoid these things. You like, do. This is the first time I've ever I'm done it. I'm surprised you said yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, took you, it took you a few months, I but did, we got yeah. here. <laughs> um, if, like, where... If there's nowhere, that's fine. But where, if people want to find out more about you or get in contact with you, like, is there anywhere people can go? Yeah, um, Facebook is probably the best thing. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Amaro on Facebook. Um, yeah, and I'm usually pretty responsive. And I guess if somebody wanted to hit me up on Skype, that's fine too. Uh, Copy Kid Twenty Six. I thought I was gonna be a, a career copywriter, <laughs> and that was I, Chris Haddad saved me. Thank you, Chris. If you watch this. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, I started you know running businesses. Um, but yeah, Copy Kid Twenty Six is my uh, Skype. Facebook's best though. Yeah. I mean, I like turn off my Skype because it just yeah. a lot of messages, man. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for jumping on to Affiliated with us. We really appreciate your time. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to all the fun networking and very sober. Yeah, sober. Fun time. Yeah. Sober fun time. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Happy scaling, everybody. Yeah. Happy scaling. <laughs>